0: Welcome to Love Revival. On this episode, we're going to talk about something that is very dear to my heart. Uh, Ever since 2002, when God gave me um, an encounter with his love, uh, this revelation of the Father's love has gone from one place to another place. And it seems like it never stops the revelation on his love. And in the studio today, we have with us again, John E. Thomas. Hey. Good to have you here, sir. Thank you. I keep on calling you, sir. I know. What is this? Every single yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad habit. The Father's love yes. is something that is dear on both of, of our hearts. And it is a revelation. It is. I usually, I usually when, I, when I teach people on uh, you know, the Trinity, And by the way, many people are are confused, I've been there too, confused, Trinity confused. We don't know (laughs) how to relate to everybody. Mm -hmm. It's easy to relate to one person in the Trinity and and harder to relate to all three at the same time. Mm -hmm. But I usually, when I teach, I usually say that the Spirit of God led us to Jesus. Mm -hmm. He he, uh, showed us Jesus. He showed us that we're in need of Jesus. He showed us the sin path that we were on, but then he led us to Jesus. Jesus now saves us, mm-hmm. and now Jesus takes us by the hand, and like John chapter 14 and verse six says, that he, he takes us on his way, or he actually is the way, yes. not to heaven. The goal is not a place we call heaven, but the goal is a person the we father. call father. Yeah. So there is, there is a journey here. But some people, as Leif Hetland, that was on this show uh, a while back ago, he said that many people, out of Luke chapter 15, many people, they stay with the robe of righteousness. They receive the new clothing of the Father. When they have come back, they have been been, uh, uh, away from God, and they come back, and they receive the robe of righteousness, but they never put on the ring that represents sonship. Yeah. What is your experience
1: of coming into the love of the Father? Well, I, it, it was an interesting journey for me because I'd had a revelation, if you will, uh, of the love of God when I first met him. I, was just, I became aware of his presence and uh, aware that I was loved. But it was at one layer, mm-hmm. and, and I found I, I, was, I was interacting with Jesus quite a bit and uh, but i was pursuing signs and wonders at the time and pursuing this this understanding of walking in the power of god and i kept on running into these teachings from the early 90s from both the anaheim vineyard and from toronto at the time it was the toronto vineyard became uh toronto christian fellowship toronto airport christian fellowship where people would talk about how when they got a revelation of the love of the Father, that it opened up signs and wonders. And I like, I wonder if there's something there that I'm missing. And so I found this uh, this teaching set by Ed Peorick, who was a vineyard pastor that taught on the Father's love. And he goes through and teaches about how our earthly fathers cause us to have a picture of Father God, and then how we need to have healing of that, and he walked through some healing. and and released testimony and i began to pursue and cry out for a baptism of love and it just it, it was like this i can't point to one particular moment but that season of about three months it changed the way that i saw myself the way that i saw god the way that i interacted and i became aware of the presence of the Father, like I had never been aware of the presence of the Father. I, I could tell the difference when it was Jesus that was coming uh, as the presence of Jesus and when it was the Father that was coming as a presence of the Father. So it shifted stuff. And something, I guess
0: something happened with it, your identity also. Yeah. For me, it was like I was I was very much a disciple when I related to Jesus. Some a worker in the harvest, so to speak. And uh, uh, there's, there's a brotherly relationship. Mm. He's the elder brother, I'm, I'm the younger yeah. brother. I'm the, I'm the son, with little less, he's the son with biggest. But I, did, I didn't, it was more a working relationship or, or being obedient and doing things with and for Christ. And he was my savior and all that. But then relating to the father, all of a sudden I become a son. Yeah. all of all of a sudden is effortless all of a sudden is it's not so much what I do but it's very much who i am yeah in him and his love yeah. uh, it's like us having children we we you know we're we're not of course we want them to do their what what they need to do <laughs> mm-hmm. in their in home and in school and all that but it's not like we're putting dem- so much demands on them. We're just happy that they are our children. Of course, right. we have borders, uh-huh. but the relationship with our children yeah. it is more than just they doing things. We're not you, loving them because they're
1: doing things. You yeah. mean you don't tell your kids that if they don't do <coughs> their chores that they can't be your kids and they've got to leave? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Late. saying that. No, I'm a, no, I'm yeah, a, but yeah. yeah, no, that's exact, <laughs> that's kind of the mentality that we have of Father God. Mm-hmm. It's like if we don't do our chores well enough that you're no longer my child and you've gotta leave. Mm. Like no, it, it's not like that. It, it, it changes the doing for mm. appreciation, doing for approval into receiving approval and then out of approval, just out of an overflow of affection Mm. I just love getting to do stuff with him. Yeah. I just love being with him. And and I do stuff not to get him to come to me, mm. but because I just love to hang out with him. Yeah. Yeah. And I
0: think I think there is uh I'm putting out a Bible, taking out a Bible. Here. I think mm. there is a, there is a freedom. It's it's an identity that comes to relating to the Father. Yeah. And you know the whole teaching of Jesus is when you pray, go into your closet, pray to your Heavenly Father. He makes it so yeah. personally. It's not pray to my Heavenly Father, mm-hmm. because now the Father of Jesus is now the Father of us, because yeah. we're in Christ Jesus, yeah. and we yeah. have been adopted as sons and daughters. Yeah. And, and then we have all, the, the whole ministry of Jesus is, is pointing to the Father. Mm-hmm. When I look at scriptures, it's like, I, of course, I have the fatherly glasses on, <laughs> mm-hmm. God the Father glasses on, but when I see Scripture, I see that Jesus is manifesting the Father's will. Yeah. He's manifesting the Father's nature. He's teaching about the Father, and he's providing the way to the Father. Yes. It's like all Jesus, everything Jesus is doing, is just points to the Father. Yes, he wants us to be connected to the last dot in the Trinity. Yeah, and. Um, and yeah. I think that's, that's something that every Christian, it's not, a, it's not something for those that had a bad father, right? in the natural. Yeah. Sometimes I, I, I have that experience that, yeah. that people believe that the revelation of father is for those that are in need of a father. Yeah.
1: But it's not that way. And it's not that way. <laughs> it's not that way. It, you know, it's so revolutionary about this idea, that the idea that God could be our father. Mm-hmm. You, you, you go in, in the Gospel of John, mm-hmm. at one point where, where Jesus is talking about God being his father, uh, the, the Pharisees, they all pick up stones yeah. and they're going to kill him. Exactly. And he's like, well, why, why are you trying to kill me? Because you're, you, you're saying that God is your father. Mm-hmm. Making like, himself equal with God. Right, because he would have that relationship. Yeah. And, and and it wasn't the I, I think in that story, there's other places where it's very clear he was saying he was of the same substance as the Father. That mm-hmm. but I think in that it was the idea that he would call himself a son, mm-hmm. that he's he's got that level of relationship and and the religious system and what was understood is that was impossible, yet that's exactly what Jesus did for us that we get to be brought into that level of relationship yeah yeah, yeah. but that's huge mm. it's so much bigger we we get so used to saying father god or god the father mm. that we don't realize how astounding it is we get to say that
0: it is it, you know and and first john is saying that also first john is saying that uh, what manner of love, love is this that we are called the children of God yes and yet yet we are or we are that but i also thinking about you know uh, ephesians 1 if i'm not mistaken myself mm-hmm. that we have been highly exalted yeah. highly favored in the beloved yeah. That's the same word yeah and in, in i don't know if what it says in the english version but i believe it says in the swedish version it said accepted i don't know if that, yeah. it's the word you have yeah. been accepted accepted in the beloved yeah. that word accepted is highly favored wow highly exalted highly favored yeah. and that means that stepping into sonship stepping into becoming a child of god maturing into sonship is a now we are positioned in Christ Jesus and where is Christ he's seated yeah. right right next to the father yes and that's the yeah. position we have in Christ Jesus we're not far away we have gone all the way and we're sitting right next to the Father and we can lean over and he- even hear the Father's heartbeat. Yes. You're so close, my friend. Yeah, I'm not talking to you now. I'm talking to oh. you. Well, I, I, really I, am. I am. Yeah, <laughs> and I am too. <laughs> I'm receiving that. <laughs> we are so close. Yeah. And the devil is working overtime to make us believe that we are far away or that we're missing yeah. out or, or God is angry at us or, or giving us the illusion that we are... Are are, you know somewhere away from God because he knows that there is a danger of his king for his kingdom if we understand our position and our highly favored relationship with him? Yeah,
1: because when we realize that, when that becomes real to us, the chains that the devil used to keep us in bondage they fall off. And that's the Romans eight. Says so we've not been given a spirit of slavery to lead us back into fear, mm. but a spirit of adoption, yeah. by which we cry, out, Abba, Father, Daddy. Mm-hmm. Like that, that, that slavery that we were under mm-hmm. gets broken, and we're no longer afraid that his favor is not going to be with us. We we no longer have that fear of rejection. We no longer have that fear of not receiving but we actually have been chosen and we're brought into that, that adoption and, and we get to cry out the exact same thing that Jesus cried, Abba, mm. Abba. That, that, and that's, that's such an intimate term. I, I, I catch myself in, in prayer, I'm like, Daddy. Mm. Like, Daddy, it's just, that, that's, my, that's my word for him because he's so, he's so close, he's so near. Mm. And, and the word Father sometimes sounds very formal mm. it's like calling somebody sir yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i had to yeah, 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 yeah. yeah there's there's oh. there's a formality but yet but there's this this hey daddy you know, yeah it's it's this nearness and this intimacy mm. that that we get it's it's access mm. that it's a different type of access than than the slave that comes and says well you told me to do this and so i need this to do it hmm. but it's the the son that just hey daddy take a look at this look at, i'm so excited about yeah, this yeah, and yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. okay son let's go let's see it let's yeah, yeah, yeah. let's enjoy this together and <laughs> uh-huh. man that that's our god it is like
0: oh it's amazing and it's so unreligious yeah it's 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 outside the box, mm-hmm. kind of relationship that involves all manner of life. God the Father is not just interested in the, in your re, you know, religious part of life, he's not just, you know, sometimes we're so narrow-minded. It's yes. like all of life he has set before us and we are just to enjoy this life together with him and, and there's enjoyment, yes, there is obedience and, and there mm. is mission and there is destiny, and of course, there are su- suffering included mm. in this too, but there's a glory awaiting us. And, uh, and as you, you mentioned Romans chapter 8, I'm just thinking of a word that I've been living with, and it's the, it's the word that talks about that the, the creation awaits the revealing of the sons yes. of God. Long but then if you continue to read, it says that the creation groans and, it, it, and because the creation, in verse 21, Romans 8, verse 21, it says, because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Yeah. There is a glorious liberty yeah. for the children of God. And I believe that's found in being rooted and grounded in love there is a yes. freedom that comes when you know that he loves you yeah all of a sudden your perspective gets broadened all of a sudden you you're not fear is cast out all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're you're not a slave to following you know commands or mm-hmm. or all of a sudden you get to know the father you get to know the one that wrote the commands and you know it's it's all compelled by his love on the inside of you and all of a sudden you are free yeah you're free to serve you're free to live together with him and go on his assignments
1: yeah yeah when you're when you're an employee when you're a slave if you don't perform well enough you can get fired or get sold off Mm. but when you're a son it's no (coughs) longer about performance it's about relationship yeah And, and that that glorious freedom is the glorious freedom from performance. The, the, the Israelites, the, this is one of the pictures that I, I love because Paul says everything that happened to them, it was written for us who, who were in this relationship with God. So they're in slavery for 400 years performing for Pharaoh and Pharaoh puts taskmasters over them. And literally they're, they're, they're ones that, that would hold through violence and force to make you work literally so it's a pressing down it's a it's a hindering and they're stuck and god says no that's my son they no longer have to perform they no longer have to continue to strive and continue to work they're they're actually brought out as sons and 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 the first thing that happens to the israelites when they get taken out of slavery they don't get taken directly into the land uh, of Canaan because if they were brought into the land of Canaan they would have had to work the fields they would have had to work the vineyards Mm. they would have had to go to work to provide for themselves but God takes them into a place where there's absolutely no way that they can provide for themselves and provides for them to say, no, you are chosen, you are my son. It's not about your working, it's not about your performing that gets you anything. It's about my choosing. And that's what this message is. Like Mm. We've been brought out of the slavery of this world system. We we don't have to perform, we don't have to bow under the taskmasters of Mm. materialism and greed and, and fleshly desires that Satan has put over mankind. That we're, we're brought into the glorious freedom of the sons of God. Mm. And we get to just trust Him that He's for us and He's with us. And our only job is to be in relationship. Mm. And it doesn't earn us anything, but that's, that's what we've been given. Stay in relationship. Listen to my voice. Follow me. Walk with me. Hang out with me. Spend time with me. I mean, if, if your dad asks you, hey, you know, would you come and spend some time with me? The first thought of anybody that has a good father is not, oh, he's going to put me to work. Hmm. It's like, oh, I get to hang out with dad. Hmm. That's what we've been called into. Yeah. We get to hang out with dad.
0: Hang out with dad, yeah. And if you, would, if you would take anything, any, you know, uh, many people, oh, many people, i'm not saying many people but sometimes sometimes we're talking about the seven keys or the nine doors to success or whatever but if there is one key to jesus's success it was the the continuing relationship and and being uh, drawing from the father's love and presence and knowledge until the point that when he says in, in John, chapter 5, that the Son can of himself do nothing. nothing. Yeah. If yes. now Jesus, who pre-existed with the Father, the second a- a- Adam, the, the Son of the living God, God, who became flesh, become a human being just, just like us, yet mm-hmm. without sin, if he was so dependent on the Father and the Spirit of God, how much more, yeah, yeah? How much more shall we not lean into the Father yes. and living in initiated
1: of what we see with our Heavenly Father, what we hear with our Heavenly Father? Yeah, and that's that's the invitation mm-hmm. in John fifteen, because he tells us just just stay with me, just abide, remain, remain with me. You, you stay yeah, in me. Yeah, you're gonna bear fruit. I no longer call you mm-hmm. slaves, I call you friends. Yes. There's a difference in relationship, but I've brought you into this so that you can do stuff. You can actually bear fruit that remains, because apart from Him, we can do nothing. Mm. But it's not about our performance; it's about us just being with Him. Yeah, just like Jesus and, is with. And him. I love that because I've been living
0: in that too. <laughs> I've been living that, and I've been preaching that word. And God has never, and God has always taken me back to John chapter 15, actually. Uh-huh to reveal new things. And I love what you're saying there. It's not about performance. It's just one thing we need to do. Abide. Yes. Abide. Abide stay. in Him. Yeah. yeah. How do you abide in, in Christ?
1: That's, well, uh, that's a million yeah, really yeah, dollar I, question. It, it is. <laughs> but it's... Uh, remain, you know, yeah. stay, in don't leave. Mm. And so that he says, abide in my word, and my mm. word will abide in you. So, do I do I hold myself in the truth that's been revealed? Mm-hmm. Do, do I believe that God is for me? If He didn't withhold His only Son, why would He withhold any other good thing? That, that, that He is for me, and that no one can stand mm-hmm. against me, that nobody can snatch anybody out of the Father's hand, and mm-hmm. so nobody can be snatched out of Jesus' hand, so I'm absolutely secure in my relationship. I, I abide in His Word. I, I feed my spirit. With what he said, God so loved the world. He wasn't so angry with sin. He so loved the world mm-hmm. that he sent, that he chose, that he adopted. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if I abide in that, and then it's in that place that I catch his presence and mm-hmm. I stay in his presence. And it's not just information, but it's revelation. And, and I'm, I'm with him. And so then I allow myself to be led by presence where I I have such a sense of the presence of God that if I start talking about something that hurts his heart, I I feel that presence beginning to draw. I just change my words, not because I'm afraid that he's leaving me, like I'm going to be an orphan. I I know I'm not going to be an orphan, but I just want to be close to him. And so daddy's walking this way and I find, oh, I'm walking here. I'm walking away from him. He's not walking away from me. I'm walking with. So I just come back to where he is. Mm-hmm. And so that I begin to live through his presence and I abide in his presence. And in that, I find out that I, I, I do more miracles by accident than I used to by trying really hard. Because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I used to try so hard to do miracles. But now I find stuff. I'm just hanging out with God. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I feel like I'm supposed to call a friend. And mm-hmm. Well, how did you know? I didn't really know but mm-hmm. I'm I'm here to talk to you I'm here to pray for you I'm here to help you or you know put my hand on somebody's shoulder how did you know that's where the pain was yeah. well I didn't realize that's where the pain was well the pain left that's really good I like mm-hmm. that but it's just through abiding
0: mm-hmm.
1: not through trying That's good wow. that's so good and and
0: being baptized in the Father's love remaining in his love creates a very miraculous life a supernatural yes. life yeah but it's very much compelled by the love of the father yeah Ask john me. you have an offer for all our love revival yeah. viewers both in in whole scandinavia so
1: go ahead yeah. and tell us how we so, can get a hold of that free offer yeah so I, i've got a teaching that i do that talks about how our earthly fathers Create a lens that we experience Father God through, whether they were good, medium, or bad earthly fathers. We just never even knew them. And then walk through some ways of praying for healing, ministry. And then there's a soaking session where the Father's love is just spoken. And I've got so many testimonies of people's lives Mm -hmm. being healed. It's an MP3, and it's on our website, streamsministries.com. Go to streamsministries.com and go to the store. Look for Father God is love. Father God is love if you choose the mp3 and then just write love revival as the coupon code Mm -hmm. it's free yeah so love revival is a coupon code put it in there and that'll last for all of 2020 so if you're watching this and it's after 2020 but (laughs) I I don't know where we're gonna be at, but I know that that'll last through 2020 so love revival is a coupon code and it'll be free for the mp3 that's a great gift yeah And uh, go to
0: Streams Ministries International webpage. And also we will post uh, a a little link on loverevival.tv. So you will find your way. And don't forget the coupon code LOVEREVIVAL. Yes. Great to have you with us, John. thank you. And great that you have been watching us today. Have another day in His presence, in Jesus' name.